The views expressed on the following program are designed to amplify those of the speaker and not necessarily those of KAAM, DJRD Broadcasting, or its sponsors. What's coming up on today's experience? Devotional Diamonds of the Day, also known as DDDs, where my daily devotions become some of our spiritual reflections. Sound effects placed throughout the show, which have nothing to do with life, but they're fun, they're funny, and they're funniest when you're just not anticipating when they come in. And Captain Chris has full boat, full boat to do whatever he wants. Wow. The review. The review of the Goofy News, which proves Jesus is coming back sooner than you think. How soon? I hope before this introduction is over, or at least before the show is over. Life lessons for our faith that we could actually use probably won't for many of us who like to listen and do nothing. But the rest who want to be doers and not hearers, it's your opportunity to shine. Humor that will force you to think, why does this guy have a radio show? I don't know. And then also Bible trivia for fake and yet somehow real cool prizes, your phone calls, and more. Welcome to the David Spoon Experience, local, national, and heavenly talk. My name is David Spoon. I'll be your host for the next 5,400 seconds. Get ready for one of the more bizarre experiences on live radio. Here is the key to the show. We don't know what we're doing. We have no idea what's going to happen, and we don't care. But for the next few minutes, I want to talk faith with you. So here we go. We're asking questions about living life as a Christian. You know, when you're getting towards the Christmas actual time and you've got everything done that you think you're supposed to have done and everything is just slowing down, but then all of a sudden your phone doesn't work, your car's not working right, your computer's not working right, and you just look up and you go, what? What? You know what I'm talking about? Anyway, if you have an opinion, a comment, a thought, or a question a prayer request, or a praise report. Don't let it die of loneliness. Just reach out and give us a call, 972-445-0770. That's 972-445-0770. When you call 972-445-0770, Captain Chris will answer the phone. And ladies and gentlemen, and boys and girls, and creatures of all ages and sizes, you will be Do you like that creatures of all sizes? That was. <laughs> I'm running an arc now. <laughs> you can also text us 214-210-8483, 214-210-8483. Don't hesitate. We know some people are already going out for uh, Christmas uh, vacation. They've already reached out to me. That's fine. We just want to do our best to encourage you. The show is really not overly complex. By the way, you can email us, david at hemustincrease.org. That's david at hemustincrease.org. The show is not complex. It's just about Hebrews 3.13 and Hebrews 10.25. We want to encourage one another daily as we see the day of the Lord getting closer and closer. 
To that end, we also encourage you, without reservation, to please check out hemustincrease.org. It's an opportunity there for you to give, but it's also an opportunity to receive a little bit. You have that opportunity to listen to audios that are encouraging, see some videos that are goofy they're a little goofy you get a chance to look at the book uh if you have kindle it's free so it's so we're not trying to make anything here that's that's pretty obvious and then uh just by the writing (laughs) it's pretty obvious and then we just want you to be aware that when you do give you're not only blessing us which we appreciate but the audience who's not able to give you're blessing them because it keeps us on the air and we have that opportunity to be a continual blessing check out he must increase.org Website, he must increase.org, he must increase.org. Email David at he must increase.org. Facebook, he must increase ministry. YouTube, he must increase ministry. Okie dokie, artichoke, one of our favorite theological terms. Let's just be aware of the different things that are going on this day and tomorrow. It will not be our normal expository type of teaching, a little bit more topical in the earlier minutes and then uh, more into Christmassy, messagey kind of stuff later on. Uh, just just remember that song, I Beg Your Pardon, I Never Promised You a Rose Garden. <laughs> Along with the sunshine, it's got to be a little rain sometime. So uh, sometimes it happens that way and we do it a little bit different. I, do with, I, I really do want the audience to concentrate on two things. One, that would be please keep the audience in prayer throughout this family time, throughout this Christmas time and this season. Don't uh, forget about everybody. I know you're going to be concentrating on family and friends, but remember there's people out there that are hurting and they could use a good praying for. So please do that. And then I want to specifically mention Captain Chris and Jennifer and Don. Don owns the station. Jennifer makes everything happen. And Captain Chris is on our show, as you know. Pray for them over this time as well, just that the Lord would bless them and encourage them. They've been a blessing for me and for you as well. Okay? We cover everything. Is there anything left? Okay. Here we go. This is going to be a little different, so just roll with me. Have a good time in it. Uh, there is a group of people out there that we do not necessarily consider Christian. They have a, a interesting second name called Witness. I'll let you uh, put in the first uh, name for what that is. Uh, for me, the scariest thing ever is just simply this. Just think about this, okay? Jehovah Mimes. Okay, they, they knock on your door and they just stand there, but they're knocking. But they're not actually knocking because they're mimes. And then you open the door and they're just there. And see, that's funny. See, that's funny. All right. Anyway, so there's a claim that they've made that God never gave himself a, an Old Testament name. And uh, the problem with that is I'm about to read 16 Old Testament names that he gave. that's not even the main one, which is what's so funny. We'll talk about that in the next segment. But this is just fun because it's great to think about how God identifies himself um, one of the big issues is, well, you know, everybody has a name. Well, no, not everybody has a name. In fact, many people didn't have names for many years, just to let you know. Uh, but the bottom line is the Lord does have a name, and he shares it. We're going to go through 16. And again, none of these are his main name, <laughs> which is hilarious. The first name we're going to look at is called El Shaddai. You ever heard that El Shaddai? El Shaddai, El Shaddai. I'll stop right there because I don't want Amy to get mad. Uh, El Shaddai means Lord God Almighty. What does that tell you about the Lord? He's, he's almighty. 
Yes. Lord God Almighty, he is almighty. That's a good way to understand that. El Elyon, that's another name for the Lord. This means the most high God. What does that mean? That means that there's no other God anywhere in the universe or in the multiverse that is bigger than he. He is the most high, period. Okay? So El Shaddai, El Elyon. Then Adonai, you always hear that? Adonai Elcheinu, Adonai Echad. That's like a Jewish prayer. Uh, that means Lord or Master. And one of the things that we need to recognize is that God is our master. That's it. People are like, oh, that's uh, politically incorrect. Tough. I want to go to heaven. I don't care what you people think. You've got nothing of interest to give me. God has heaven. I want to go there. Bye. Just that simple. The next name is Yahweh, which means Lord Jehovah or Lord. And so Lord is somebody who's in charge. That's good to be uh, in charge. Jehovah Ra'a. Jehovah Ra'a is the Lord my banner. Uh, what's cool about that? It's like a banner. It's like, you know, when you walk into uh, um, some kind of conference and they have their hall or their exhibit room, and then there's a banner for each little group that you know who you're t- God has a banner. <laughs> He's got a banner. Puts it in front of Israel. Isn't that nice? That's beautiful. Uh, Jehovah Rapha. Boy, this one's a big one for people to recognize. This is one of God's names. The Lord that heals. That's one of God's names. Does he heal every time you make a prayer? No. Does he say yes every time somebody prays a prayer for healing? Well, he didn't for the Apostle Paul. So No. That just means he didn't have enough faith. No, God told him the answer was no. Sometimes it's no. Sometimes it's yes. But you know what you never find out? You never find out if it's no, yes, or hold if you don't ask. No, that's good. All right, so Jehovah Rapha, the Lord of heals. Jehovah Shammah, that the Lord is there. If, if you're in church and the Lord's not there and the church next door has Jehovah Shammah and the Lord is there, go there. Go where the Lord is. That's where you want to go. Uh, the Lord Tikkunu, Tikkuna or Tikkunu is kind of how they say it, the Lord our righteousness, which means he's our rightness. That's the whole process of Jesus. Jesus is our righteousness, identified before anybody even knew what was going on. El Elam, which is the everlasting God, which means that he's not, he's not living by a clock. He's got no turnoff button. He lives forever. Elohim is the word God. And then these next three are super, super, super cool. Jehovah Sabaoth, which is the Lord of hosts, which means he's in uh, charge of hosting all of life. Listen to these. these. These two are the best. Jehovah Shalom. Shalom, y'all. You know what Shalom is? It's hello. It's goodbye. It's peace. And Jehovah Shalom is the Lord of Peace. Isn't that cool? So that's why Jesus is the Prince of Peace. And that name connects to Jehovah Shalom. The Lord is Peace. Like, yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. Here's my favorite. And everybody in America should just be honest and say, well, this is one of my favorites. Jehovah Jireh. Jehovah Jireh. What? Was he a gyroscope? What? What does that mean? Jehovah Jireh means the Lord will provide. When you're in the pinch and you don't know what to do, there's only one person you should look to, and that is the Lord God, Jehovah Jireh. Yeah, that's just too cool.
Was that fun or what? All right, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Take a short break, then we'll be back. Don't go anywhere. This KAAM radio show with your very own David Spoon is not a business, but a nonprofit ministry first and foremost committed to sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ and strategically equipping the saints. Our mission is to educate, encourage, and entertain Christian believers, the hurting, and those not yet believers who need biblical truths. To continue our radio ministry and message of truth, we need many of our faithful listeners to support us, as well as ministry partners who might wish to sponsor the He Must Increase ministry. By giving, you wonderfully facilitate our priorities of assertively teaching the Word of God, and you get nothing in return. No quid pro quo. Nothing but a receipt at year-end indicating you gave to us since your donation is 100% tax-deductible. Remember that it says in Corinthians that whoever sows generously will also reap generously, or in Proverbs where it teaches that a generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. But if you cannot give, no problem. Continue to enjoy and learn and give however you see fit whenever you can. To support us, go to hemustincrease.org. That's hemustincrease.org. Such support is terribly appreciated, knowing it enables our beloved David Spoon to give to all of us his time, energy, like so few can, right here on KAAM. Who is David Spoon? We have on the line Tina from Elko. And Tina, are you there? Yes, I am. How are you doing today? What, I am doing great. One, the, is this the first time you've heard the show? No, I listen to you every time I get into my car when I leave my job. Ah, awesome. Thank you very much. Is there anything that we can be praying for just to be in agreement with you regarding anything that the Lord's working on in you? Yeah, there is. Okay, fire away. Um, First of all, I'd like to see my family's hearts turn. Second of all, I am not putting God first, and I'm not being obedient in certain ways. Let me sum it up a little bit. I have a boyfriend. Okay. I should answer it. So I really need prayer to get back on track with God. Okay, let me pray with you, okay? Okay, thank you. All right, let's pray. Lord, we just come before you right now, and we lift up Tina to you, and we ask you right now in the name of Jesus that uh, first and foremost you would work on her family's hearts, that uh, there'd be a softening, and that there'd be a grace and a mercy given uh, to the family and uh, between the relationship that Tina has with the family, and we just pray that your mercy would prevail, and we just pray that you would encourage her. Instead of this being a discouragement, let this become an encouragement that she is a daughter of the Most High seeking out help from her Heavenly Father. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Welcome back to the David Spoon Experience. Thank you for joining us here at KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. That's KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Let's get ready to rock and roll. Rock. My feet are on the rock. Roll. My name is on the roll. Get it? Rock and roll. 
here we go. The first trivia question just before he became the first Christian martyr. Outside of Jesus, people. Okay? Just before he became the first Christian martyr. Who saw a vision of God's glory with Jesus standing at God's right hand? Hmm. Interesting it is. Uh, okay. Just before he became the first Christian martyr, 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 who saw a vision of God's glory with Jesus standing at God's right hand? If you think you know the answer, you can reach out to us at 972-445-0770. You can also text in 214-210-8483. Additionally, you can send an email david at hemustincrease.org, or you can take a paper airplane and throw it and hope it will get through the mail slot that is closed at the front door, and perhaps it will slide, move itself across the hallway, knock on the door, and then somehow get into the studio. What do you think? Possible? I think they deserve to win if they get it here. <laughs> yeah, I would say that would be winner, <laughs> winner. Okay. Uh, all right, so that's something that you can kind of consider doing. Let's do our DNA. D stands for draw closer to the Lord. Daily. Daily. We want to encourage you to have a daily engagement with God. Interact daily, just like you do with your kids, just like you do with your parents, just like you do with your spouse, just like you do with everything. God, daily. Daily. Starting the day off with him is just the best way to start it. And never be ashamed of Jesus or his words, or he'll be ashamed of you. Bad plan there. And then A, always be ready. To serve. To serve, which means you are geared towards other people, not just yourself. And you think, why do you say that every day? There's a couple reasons I say it every day. But it could be just the one day that you think, you know, I should think about other people. And then you do that that one day, and then you're a vessel for the Lord, a blessing to somebody else, and helping advance the kingdom of God. And it's like, that's worth it. There it is. That's all there is to it. Okay, uh, we've got a bunch of people answering it. I'm going to wait, but give you the question one more time. Just before he became the first Christian martyr, who saw a vision of God's glory with Jesus standing at God's right hand? Hand. Again, if you think you know the answer, you can reach out to us, 972-445-0770, or you can text in 214-210-8483. going to take a quick second and pray for Joy Ann. So Joy Ann and Cordelia, uh, Joy Ann is at the doctor. It's not serious. She's just having some, some checkup stuff going on. But we just want to pray for her and uh, watch over her while she's uh, you know traveling to do that stuff. So let's just pray for her. Father, we lift up Joanne to you. It's been a great blessing for our show. We just think she's a fantastic sister, one of your children that is just such a blessing to the rest of us. We just pray that everything would go great. She would just be completely comfortable and at peace, and that, Lord, you would protect her You know, going back towards from the doctor, and everything would be great for her and Cordelia, and they'd have a wonderful Christmas. We ask your blessing in their lives in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Okay, we got that done. We got that done. We're just rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Keep them doggies rolling. Okay. Exodus chapter 3, verse 13 through 15 says this. So we just did the names of God, right? We just did that. Now we're going to look at what God says is his primary name. I'll explain that in a second. But I also want to talk about Moses' response 
when he's talking to God. Here's his Exodus 3, 13 through 15. Moses said to God, suppose I go to the Israelites and say to them, the God of your fathers has sent me to you. And they ask, what is his name? Then what shall I tell them? God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, say to the Israelites, the Lord God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my name forever. I don't think God uses a name in the Bible. Really? This is my name forever. The name by which I am to be remembered from generation to generation. I do want to point out a couple of things that are worth noting before we get into the name. The first thing is Moses goes, uh, his response, I'm not sure is all that different than our response would it be. He's the first thing is like, Moses is like, okay, well, who am I? What am I? Who am I going to go tell them? I'm nobody. And then the next thing he says is, and who are you? <laughs> See, who am I is the first line. Who are you? And then he goes, well, what if they don't believe? And then Moses goes, you know, I'm not the best at this. And then finally he goes, please use somebody else. Have you ever noticed how closely that parallels us? Okay, who am I, Lord, that you would send me? Who are you? I don't even know who I want to say who's calling. What if they don't believe me? I'm going to be so sad. And, you know, I'm not the best at this whole thing. And, and by golly, can you use somebody else? Isn't that funny how Moses is not that different than you and me? I think that's ironic. Who am I? Who are you? What if they don't believe? You know, I'm not the best at this. Use somebody else. But let's get back to the name because that's the most important part. So in the first segment, we talked about the names of God. There were 16 names. We listed 14 of them. This is the main name. I don't know how to get this much clearer. I'm going to try one day, but I just quite haven't figured out how to do it. When Moses said, suppose I go to the Israelites, they say, the God of your fathers has sent me. And they asked me, what's his name? God said to Moses, I am who I am. This is who you are, what you are to say to the Israelites. I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, say to the Israelites, the Lord your God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, has sent me to you. This is my name forever. The name by which I am to be remembered from generation to generation. I guess now we know why Jesus said, I am. Before Abraham was, Jesus said, I am. Well, I, I guess if you say that, you're claiming to be God. Ding, ding, ding. For all those people that go, he never claimed to be God. Dum, 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 dum. Uh, yeah, that's an old joke there. You just, if you don't know what that is, it's kind of a theme song. Dum, 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 dum. Anyway, bottom line is, I am who I am. What does that mean? That means this, and this is why it's so fantastic. God is who we need him to be for whatever the situation is. He's not I was and he's not, I will be, though both of those things would apply. But he is right now the I am for whatever it is that you need him to be the I am for. It's not, again, don't get the wrong idea. This is not God. He's not, he's not a genie. This isn't three wishes. You don't get, okay, first wish is a million wishes. Okay, it doesn't work that way. Let's stop doing that, Okay. But the Lord is saying, whatever you need me to do and be in the context of being the righteous king of the universe, I am there for you. And he is who he needs to be for our sake. 
Isn't that just, it's like, wow. So every time you think, well, you know, is God up to the task, his name is I am. Are you up to the task? I am. It's just like that's, you don't even have to get any farther to understand the wisdom of it. And, he's t- and then he says, he gives them the one identifying mark that would help the Israelites. Okay, okay, here, here it is. I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That's the calling card for, for those that haven't figured out. For the Gentiles in our group, okay, well, that's 99.99999% of you. For the Gentiles in our group, that's the calling card. You pull out that card, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, bing, you're in. Okay, so how it works is he goes, I am the God that you have always hoped I would be, need me to be, and want me to be in righteousness. Now, isn't that marvelous? That's who was born on Christmas amongst humans. The I am. Before Abraham was, I am. Isn't that just, it's just fantastic. Never forget that. You never that should change your mentality when you approach God thinking, well, can, is this possible? Is this do, he can do it. He can do it. Period. Of course he can. Now unto him that is able to do exceedingly abundantly above. Exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or imagine. To him be glo- be the glory without end, world without ages. Okay, so let's go back now and answer our trivia question because I don't want to forget trivia because this is a good trivia question, okay? So just remember, big name, I am, got it. Jesus said, I am, got it. Jesus is God, got it. Okay, got it? Okay, good. Just before he became the first Christian martyr, who saw a vision of God's glory with Jesus standing at God's right hand? And it was... Stephen, or Stephen, Stephen was the first martyr. What's amazing about this story, if you'll read it in the book of Acts, is when the scripture says he was filled with the Spirit, the Holy Spirit poured out on him, you know what he saw? He saw Jesus at the right hand of God the Father. He could see into heaven. And so a lot of people will run around and, and oh, if you're filled with the Spirit, this happens. If you're filled with the Spirit, this happens. If you're filled with the Spirit, this happens. You know what we never say? If you're filled with the Spirit, then when something's going on and you look up, you'll see the God of heaven is at work. We don't see that very often. But that's another indicator that you are filled with the Spirit when you can see the God. God of heaven operating on your behalf, and you can see your Savior in the midst of the situation, and it just makes the whole thing different, doesn't it? I like Christmas. It's fun when we do stuff like this. All right. If you don't, ah, humbug. That's all I got to say to you. All right, folks, you're listening to the David Spoon Experience right here on KAAM 770, the truth station here in Texas. Taking a short break. Top of the hour. We'll be back. Don't go anywhere. What is the David Spoon experience? Today is have a bad day day. I don't I don't know. 
have a bad day day? Somebody had to take the time to name a day a bad day. I, I, I don't know. I think it's also National Men's Day, so that kind of works. Yeah, okay. Well, there you go. Um, Play Monopoly Day is also a holiday that some people like, and then uh, World Toilet Day. Okay. I'm not even going to... Not, not, touch, not, not even close. Not even going to touch that. For those that want to know, this is the stuff I like. <laughs> this is what you get when you listen to the show. On this day in 1959, the Edsel was discontinued. That might be interesting. But this is what's fascinating. Rocky and Bullwinkle. Rocky and his friends premiered on this day in 1959. See, that... That's important. I hated that cartoon. Did you really hate Horrible. that cartoon? Okay. Horrible. I liked the cartoon. Uh, I always thought, you know, the Russians did it. Do you remember when they were going Natasha through Natasha yeah, and Boris. They were going through this whole thing with Donald Trump and that whole thing, and people kept dropping in these uh, memes. with the, the, It was so <laughs> funny. I mean, it was some pretty funny stuff. Uh, and I will tell you one last thing, and we'll get into the teaching. We'll do trivia in the next segment. Uh, I will let you know that my wife and I got into a discussion l- last night. As we were watching television, as we were watching a show, while we're working on stuff together, and I don't have the answer, so I'm going to ask Wonder Julie. And if you call in for a trivia, you might be able to give us the answer. But we're watching a show, and in the show, there's all these people that are skydiving. And uh, uh, then the last guy goes, and uh, and I tried to say, well, it looks like he skydived. And then I was like, well, that doesn't sound right, skydived, because that's past tense. And then skydove. And then that didn't sound right. And then sky divin, that doesn't sound right. Uh, sky divid, that doesn't sound right. Sky div, jump out. I mean, what is the past tense of skydived? It just seems weird. It seems like it's a weird. Do you have any idea what it is? I don't know. I never would jump out of a perfectly good airplane. <laughs> It was one of those things we looked at each other and laughed because we're like, like, I don't even know the answer to this. My English is so bad. I can't even figure out how to give me the past tense. I mean, sky dove, <laughs> but it just seems like a weird word. Eh, maybe it's me. Uh, that's what happens when uh, they, uh, you know, experiment with you when drugs, when you're like one year old. Try this on him. Try this on him. That was me. All right. Let's go into Romans chapter five, verse three. Poor, poor wonder Julie's going, what happened to you? Nothing. It's the same idiotic me. Hey, I leave you alone for one day, and the wheels come <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, the wheels. The wheels on the bus go round and round.